It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Rapine. Happy Monday to you. A lot to get to today. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And let's be honest, wherever you get your podcast, you can get the Locked On Bengals podcast. Uh, a lot to get to today on Twitter. Please follow there. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. I want to start with a look back. And, and I want to look back at, at past drafts because today, Pete Prisco, CBSSports.com, he put out something. And by the way, if you're new to the podcast, I'm James Erpine. I, I work here in Cincinnati for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. I cover the Bengals. And we do this podcast Monday through Friday to give you your daily Bengals fix. So if you're new, welcome. Uh, so anyways, Pete Prisco today. He regrades and released an article regrading the 2015 NFL draft. And I remember it then very well how people felt about the draft. Wow, the Bengals, they're such forward thinkers. Getting out of, getting out ahead of it. Andre Smith coming up, his contract at the end of the 2015 season. We might as well get a guy who can come in and take the reins from Andre Smith. So they drafted a tackle in round two. Oh, but what did they do in round one? Well, Andrew Whitworth was getting older. They drafted a franchise left tackle. First round pick was Cedric Olehi. Uh, Obwehi, excuse me. Obwehi. My nickname for him, Cedric Olehi. And it's just, it's so interesting when I, I look back. And think about everyone that was high on the Bengals draft that year. I wasn't. And not that I was necessarily right. But I thought they should have went just based on the board. They should have went with one of the pass rushers. Bud Dupree, Shane Ray. One of those two guys made sense to me. And I'll get to my big gripe about this draft class in a second. But uh, Pete Prisco gave them, right after the draft, a B plus. Since then, well, let's be honest. It isn't a B plus. They've struggled. This is the same draft. Not only is it Jake Fisher, Cedric Abwehi, it netted Paul Dawson. It's two most productive players in this draft were Josh Shaw and Tyler Croft, for the most part. This draft sucked, and they regraded it and gave him a D. They gave him a D, and honestly, I think it might be an F. Your first-round pick is awful. Your second-round pick, there's questions around him, and maybe he still has a chance to be decent. Your third-round pick... Paul Dawson sucks. He's, I mean, he was dreadful. He was awful, 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 and uh, is now in Seattle. Josh Shaw is probably the best player so far that you've picked. C.J. Uzama was good value. Durant Smith was good value. Outside of that, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Tyler Crop, like, you can't net a couple, like, make the roster players, and that's it from a draft. By the way, they also picked Mario Offered, and that's what I want to talk about. That's what set this team back. It's that draft. That's the draft that cost this team their playoff streak. 
Here's the problem with that. And, and I get it. I'm team wide receiver. And, and those of you that, that know and are familiar with my work are like, oh, James just loves wide receivers. It wasn't always that way where I was clamoring and, and begging the Bengals to draft a wide receiver. In fact, I, like I just said, and you can look back if you want, I wanted Shane Ray or Bud Dupree. And now they've had mixture of success, but th- those are the two guys I thought that they should have considered drafting. Instead, they took Cedric Abuehi. Then I thought for sure that wide receiver would be in play in round two or three. It would have to be, right? They had two third-round picks, 85th overall, 99th overall. They had a a second-round pick in 53rd overall, but they take the guy from Oregon. They really want to protect Andy Dalton long-term, and everyone praised them. I'm looking right now at grades for what the Bengals did. Cedric Abuehi pick A, Jake Fisher pick A, Tyler Croft pick B, Paul Dawson pick A, Josh Shaw B, Marcus Hardison B minus, CJ Uzama, who's actually one of their better value picks, C, Deron Smith A, Mario Alford C. No chance did it turn out that way. Zero. And that's part of the thing with draft grades. But but the other thing is, is this, this failed them. They failed themselves this year. This was the year that a franchise mainstay could have been re-signed. And instead, what you did is you alienated him. You signed him to a one-year contract extension in Andrew Whitworth. And you, I don't know, motivated him, I guess. I don't know if alienate is the right word. But what you did was you doubled down with guys that clearly weren't and didn't project to be better than Whit. Like, even if Jake Fisher ends up good, is he going to be Andrew Whitworth? Maybe, probably not. Cedric Oboy, he was never good. Never. In college, like you ask people, he wasn't good then. Not good now. Wasn't good in between. And they didn't address wide receiver. They, they were like, oh, we're going to take these tackles because our tackles are up after at the end of the year. But Muhammad Snu was up and Marvin Jones was up at the end of the year. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. So if I'm the Bengals, what I would have done And I bet you I could find a tweet. I'll try to do it while we're doing the podcast where I mentioned it. I know uh, Joe and I, Joe Goodberry, who we'll get on this week, he he was a big fan of his as well, Stefan Diggs. And I'm not saying it in hindsight because, no, I don't think anyone expected him to be this good because he's this good. I mean, he's really freaking good. But I think people, there were draft nicks out there that were a, a fan of Diggs that were into what he was doing and what his tape was. And that was a guy I wanted. Uh, I wanted multiple other wide receivers, too. There was um, a guy from East, uh, East Carolina that went to Atlanta, and he hasn't been that productive in the league. But the bottom line is, is the Bengals screwed up this draft so bad. They didn't hedge their bet with a wide receiver that could help right away. And then they were forced to go after Brandon LaFell. And they were forced to start a rookie like Tyler Boyd when if they would have drafted, let's say, Tyler Lockett round two, let's say Stephon Diggs in one of those thir- with one of those third-round picks, they wouldn't have been in that position. And maybe we'd be talking about a team a little differently than we are now. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. And I was looking at the 2016 draft, and it's such a, a critical year for a lot of these players. A lot of them are on the roster. But think about this. Like, William Jackson III looks like he's going to be a star, right? I mean, he's got the skills to be a star. He's just got to stay healthy. He should be. 
Tyler Boyd, question mark, came on at the end of the year. I thought he was going to blossom in his second season. Who knows what happens? Nick Vigil, question mark. Andrew Billings, question mark. Christian Westerman, question mark. Cody Core, will he make the team? Clayton Fagellum, will he make the team? All these guys still on the roster. Not really sure what I'm getting after the first round pick. Like William Jackson, lockdown. Have him follow any corner or any uh, wide receiver in the league. He's that type of corner. But after that, Boyd, I'm not sure. I'm rooting for him. I have a good relationship with him. I hope he has success this year. I'm not sure what I'm getting with him. Nick Vigil, I have no idea. Andrew Billings, not really sure. Christian Westerman, as blossomed or, or as flash, not blossomed, has flashed some. I don't know. Cody Core didn't catch a pass last year and he was healthy. Clayton Fagellum, eh. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the 2016 NFL draft class this year. Up next on the Locked On Bengals podcast, let's hear from the Bengals' first round pick. You'll hear from Billy Price next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Real quick, this Billy Price, he's a guy that I think a lot of people like when they hear him. And he worked out during rookie minicamp, and then afterwards he stayed after that and uh, worked out for another 20, 25 minutes, and he caught up with Fox 19's Jeremy Rao. Here's what Billy Price had to say about why he stayed afterwards, after camp, after everybody went inside. Billy Price was still out there. Here's Billy. Uh, I, mean, I think respect is a big thing for me. Um, again, I came as a first-round draft pick. Okay, that's great, but there's 40-some guys out here right now trying to make a team, and I'm trying to make a team just as well. So although it's first-round draft pick and the, and the glory around it's great, um, you still got to work just like everybody else. And for me, I came from Youngstown, Ohio. Again, you shut your mouth, you go to work. That's Billy Price. I think people are going to like that. I do. People buy into that stuff. Shut your mouth, go to work. I buy in to that stuff. By the way, A.J. Green talked today. How about we hear from A.J. Green? A.J. Green in the Bengals locker room earlier today. Here he is with the media. This is good stuff from the Bengals' best player. Just a different playbook, uh, you know, so... We see, you know, we're running routes and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, next week, you know, we'll be huddling more going against the defense. So, we'll see. We'll see. Right, right. You know, nothing really different about the routes. Just different, different concepts. You said yourself going up against the defense. But what do you do at this point in your career? Uh, you push yourself to get yourself better year after year? I'm just trying to be great. Uh, that's one thing about me. I'm a self-motivator. I don't need nobody to motivate me. Um, so I just go out there and work hard as I can every day. Don't take take this stuff for granted, man. Because um, it's going these last couple of years it went by fast. Um, just enjoying the moment. Um, you know, I just lo- love the work, man. It's fun getting back here with the guys and getting back in the floor. Things. How would you describe your year last year? Uh, you know, it was up and down. I had some good games, had some not so good games, and it just happens like that sometimes. Um, you know, just gotta. You got to continue to stay focused and keep working the way I, you know, I have in the past, and I'll be fine. Well, no, 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 not your 
It is tough year last year for John Ross, obviously, mm -hmm. but just having been around him for a year, I guess. Why do you think he's going to have a better year? What do you, uh, what do you see out of him? Just having another year, having a year on his belt to you know understand you know the, this whole NFL process and the way we go about things here. Um, just he's being more comfortable um, and you know just starting off fresh. Is it hard to wipe away the? years that aren't so great or is it kind of like when you step out of it at the end of the season it's in the past and yeah it just forward. you know just you know, once you you're, you're going from here you know you sit back and and uh you know look back well, last year wasn't the best one um you know just be like that every year it's not going to be perfect even lebron james had bad games and, and you know what what he's capable of so um you know i just like i like i said you know, i prepared as a, the best i can and then i can live with the outcomes that's A.J. Green in the Bengals locker room earlier today uh, meeting with local media. Look, I, I agree. I think, one, I'm a big John Ross guy. You know that. I know that. The world knows that. I'm not backing down. In fact, I'm thinking about ordering my J. Ross 1-5 jersey right now. But to hear A.J. Green multiple times back up Ross, uh, and he has this offseason, I think that's really good. I, I hope this is the year for A.J. I, it's weird. The, I, I host the Locked On Reds podcast as well, and it's a, a really weird thing and dynamic that could go on. Like if the Reds suck again this year for the rest of the year and don't show any flashes, I could see Joey Votto demanding a trade at the end of the year. If the Bengals really, really suck again, or they're just bad and they, they win five games or six games and don't show any sign of improving, I think A.J. Green might ask for that too. We have all offseason to discuss that, more on that, but just... Think about it. If you're A.J. Green and let's say Andy struggles to throw the deep ball again this year, how much more, how, how much longer can you wait? I don't think you can wait that much longer. Quick hit from Billy Price, a little A.J. Green, a look back on some failed draft picks. Today was fun. Kind of. At times painful because, well, the 2015 draft was painful, especially in hindsight. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. A ton on the website at LockedOnBengals.com. And a quick reminder, you can subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.